Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm your host, Gail, and today we are exploring the gem of the Oregon coast, yachts. But yachts during whale season. Now, Yahats is one of my favorite towns on the Oregon coast, and it's nestled between Newport and Florence, Oregon. It currently has a population of 757 people, and if you drive too quickly on Highway 101, you might miss it. But you would be doing yourself a disservice if you miss this amazingly quirky town. There's nothing like checking out top Oregon Coast attractions like Thor's Well and Devil's Churn in Yahats, and also getting a peak of Spouting Horn during high tide, all which are formed by nature and are free to see. You just need a, an Oregon Forest Pass or a little $5 parking pass if you want to go to the national parks. Now there are pathways leading down to the ocean from the highway and you really can't go wrong if you pick one and continue walking through the fairyland forest. I promise it is absolutely stunning and I I feel like you're that I'm just like in a storybook whenever I walk along those pathways. Now, the Oregon coast is not your typical beach, and you definitely call it the coast, not the beach. It's lined with majestic cliffs, rocks, and a forest that looks like it came straight out of a fairy tale. There's something about staring out at the rough Oregon ocean and contemplating life. Now I know that you're looking at the Pacific Ocean, but it is not very Pacific there on the Oregon coast. It is rough and many times that ocean is angry, but my gosh, it is beautiful. After you've contemplated your past, present, and future and gotten lost in the Oregon waves, Remember to look up and to scan the horizon if you are there during whale season. Uh, first start looking uh, three or four waves in front of you, uh, but make sure you're in a place where you've got a good viewpoint, maybe a little bit higher up, and you might see some migrating gray whales. Now, I was in Yahats during whale watching week which was the last week in March. It usually coincides with Oregon spring break. And I asked Liz, who was part of the Whale Watching Spoken Here volunteer program through Oregon State Parks, about these beautiful creatures. So when's the best time to look for gray whales on the Oregon coast? Uh, winter time, January through, no, December through February. And then... March through June. March, March, March through, through June. June. Yeah. 
so to this week is whale watching week and why is this week whale watching week typically it's the peak of the season so we start to see a lot more whales coming through this time of year and then it continues and then it'll drop off in june so it's kind of the time of year where we'll see more and more of them coming and with oregon spring break kind of right the spot yeah there right <laughs> so we're looking for gray whales right now about how big are gray whales about the size of a school bus as far as length goes oh and they can be 50 tons I think 40 or 50 tons so they're they're big <laughs> what's your favorite thing about a gray whale uh, my favorite thing about a gray whale i think is the way they eat because they're unique from other whales they tip over on their side yeah and then they scrape the bottom and get the baleen to go or get the mice and shrimp to go through that way so then instead of jumping up and kind of bubble netting they tip over and scrape the bottom of the ocean and feed that way so whoa cool yeah, yeah. that's super cool so sometimes you'll just see one fin sticking out and that's because they're scraping the food on the bottom so you just see their fin sticking out of the water when they're doing that so, yeah yeah so so right now is it the males or the females coming through uh mostly males but we do have some females and babies that are coming through as well right now so and then we should see more mamas and babies in the next month or so next two weeks i would even next two say weeks? yeah because typically april and that's in the next week or two so. okay all right yeah very cool now why this spot in particular um because we're higher up and the ocean is kind of calmer here it's kind of easy to scan the horizon mm -hmm. and so it's one of the spots we pick um we try not to go beach level because it's harder to spot a whale when you're walking on the beach. But if you're up a little bit more, you can actually see its spout or the back of it. So it's easier to spot them. So what are you first looking for when you're looking for whales out here? A spout. And the, the actually, you're looking for a heart-shaped spout because gray whales, their spouts are heart-shaped. So oh. when you see it, you kinda, it kind of looks like a heart. So you're looking for a heart-shaped spout. Oh. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> That's how you know you found a great whale. <laughs> so what do humpback spouts look like? Theirs is more just straight up, and grays are more well, heart-shaped, heart -shaped, I guess. So, All right, yeah. heart-shaped spouts. <laughs> Pretty cool. Well, we are looking for gray whales right now here at Whale Watching Week in on the Oregon coast. So when in the winter is it also whale watching um, time? So late November into beginning of December, and then uh, they'll be coming through through February okay. and then some whales actually come back in February so you see some of them crisscrossing because some of the males who don't mate come back this way in February as the rest are going south so is that gray whales too in November December? yeah gray whales yeah mm -hmm. now what about the fall do you see many whales here in the fall not so much in the fall um well I mean we do see it we do see them through September because um We've got the 200 that stay on the coast instead of going up to Alaska. Oh. So we do see them through September before they migrate back down to Baja. So. Now, is there a particular area of Alaska they're headed to? A lot of it is the Gulf of Alaska, but they'll go to the Bering Sea. They'll, But most of it's Gulf of Alaska. And so they're not traveling in pods, but you might see a mama and a baby? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes you'll see three or four of them traveling together, but they don't, gray whales don't typically travel in a pod. They kind of travel on their own speed and pace. And... But then sometimes they adopt a whale of another species. <laughs> in that one case, yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> they adopted the humpback. <laughs> yeah, my marine biology teacher actually, um, my old marine biology teacher, she's the one that discovered the humpback whale because one day she's sitting out there because she does tours out there and she goes that's not a gray whale but it was feeding like a gray whale acted like a gray whale and then they figured out somehow it got adopted into the family into 
It's a humpback. It's a gray whale. So wait, what's his name again? Oh, uh, Waldo. Like as Waldo. in where's Waldo? You can find him in the crowd. So. Waldo the humpback. Yeah, um, up north, more towards Depot Bay is where he's at. But some of the whales up in Depot Bay, you can you know them by name because they come every year. You're like, oh, that one's Scarface. That one's whatever. So. Now, they also say, like, there's a resident whale population at Depot Bay. Yeah, so, um, you don't see them as much in the fall time, but, um, probably March through October, maybe, um, you'll see them there, and there's about 200, well, not all 200 stay there, there's, but there's about 200, and they tend to stay in that area, and they'll come down here, go back up there, so. Is it just a good feeding area up mm -hmm. there? Yeah, it's got, um, so they eat mice and shrimp, which is a little plankton type of thing and so there's a really good source of it right there for some reason so that's where they go to feed and they'll hang out cool there's about 20 whales that they can name up there like just every year they come back we're still looking <laughs> i kept on waiting and waiting to see a whale it is a patience game and you may see one you may not but if you do, it's really exciting. Oh, I saw one! Where? Over there! <laughs> yeah! Cool. Now you can see whales up and down the Oregon coast if you go at the right time. If you're on the Oregon coast mid-December to mid-January or March through April, you can see the gray whale's migration. But you never know if you're there during other times of the year. You might just get lucky if you look out. So you can see whales off of the Oregon coast. But why go to yachts? Well, there's something magical about this little coastal town. It's not the typical town that tourists flock to, but even though the population is around 700 people, you can truly experience the funkiness of the Oregon coast there. First off, there's a grouping of galleries and yachts selling amazing photos, pottery, jewelry, and amazing art. My favorite coastal bar and restaurant is right there in Yahats called the Drift Inn. When you walk in, there are multiple murals of mermaids and one handsome merman. I must say, Aquaman, move over. Now, umbrellas and multicolored glass lighting hang from the ceiling. And every night from 6 30, there's live music. Just a few weeks ago, Randy McCoy and his family got up from their dinner table and started harmonizing on stage. I sat there with my jaw open as their music was amazingly perfect. It was truly the perfect Oregon Coast evening. Yeah. 
pretty cool for a small coastal town. There's something about yachts that brings the ocean to life, as well as the Oregon coast culture. The people there are artists, and you can feel a warm energy when you're there. The only chain store that I saw was a Dollar General. Everything else is local. There's a seafood place bringing in crab and fish they caught that day. They have a local brewery, Yahats Brewing, serving up fermented foods and even vegan fare. The Green Salmon Coffee Shop sells every coffee combination possible and offers a multitude of alternative milks, CBD coffee, and even boasts about the importance of mushrooms. There's art wherever you turn, and even a beautiful mural on the side of a local building. But if you were to road trip on Highway 101 and not stop in Yahats, you would be missing out on a magical experience. If you're lucky, you might see a heart-shaped blow from a gray whale passing by. It's the simple things that matter. And sometimes you need to stare off into the ocean to give you clarity. So let's get into logistics. Now, how do you get to Yahats? The closest international airport is Portland, PDX, which is about a three-hour drive from Yahats. Alternatively, you could fly into Eugene, then drive one hour and 45 minutes west, then north. Either way, you'll need to rent a car. But if you're up for the ultimate adventure, then rent a car and drive down Highway 101 uh, down from Washington, through Oregon, and even along the California coast. But I think you'll find that the Oregon coast is quite stunning. So where should you stay when you're in Yahats? If you're a couple and you're wanting a romantic getaway, then check out the Overleaf Hotel. It's right on the Oregon coast, and they have amazing indoor soaking pools with an incredible view. Average cost per night is $200 to $300, which is spendy, but if you're there for a special occasion or enjoy a luxury hotel, then it still may be the right place for you. Now, next door is their sister property, the Fireside, that is pet and family friendly, but it's more of a motel than a luxury hotel. It does have amazing views as it's next door to the Overleaf. Rooms run around $100 a night there. If you don't mind live music for two hours a night, then you can stay above the Drift Inn, which runs around $100 to $150 a night. Uh, Could be a little bit cheaper, could be a little bit more, but around there, uh, you can get yourself a a nice spot. The Yahats Inn is also a fave offering basic motel rooms for around $100 a night and suites with fireplaces and kitchens for around $140 a night. I always feel like I go back in time when staying on the Oregon coast. We always end up playing cards, watch movies on VHS, 
walk into places and have real conversations. And there's something about sitting by the ocean that will mesmerize me into deep thoughts that leave me happy as I bask in the sunshine or the rain. It is the Oregon coast after all. Now there's a viewpoint that you shouldn't miss in Yahats. There's a fantastic viewpoint that winter in Yahats, you drive south and as you curve around the corner to be on the lookout on the left for a brown sign saying Cape Perpetua day use and campground. Drive about a mile up and then it'll curve around to the left and keep on driving maybe another mile up. And you'll need a, a park pass there, which is $5, or you can put up your Oregon Forest Pass up in your window, or your Golden Access Pass, or whatever national park pass that you have. And when you get to the top, you're going to see amazing views. Like Many people have gotten married up there. It is just stunning. But be on the lookout for a brown sign and follow the trail for the rock shelter. It's not far, maybe a quarter mile. And if you get there early before 9 a.m., you should have it all to yourself. And this is a fantastic place to soak up the views and to truly have just that Oregon Coast moment. Now, if it's lunchtime and you come down, stop by the Devil's Churn Lookout You'll need your pass again and grab a tasty hot dog with homemade sauerkraut if you're a meat eater, a sandwich, or a coffee. I promise you won't be disappointed. I swear, I think I think it's the best hot dog I've ever had. Um, however, there's this vegan hot dog stand in Orlando which has hot dogs to die for. Uh, but this, this came... <laughs> really close it and I'm usually not a hot dog person I love the vegan hot dog stand in downtown Orlando if any of you know this hot dog stand I, you know it's good but this hot dog stand at this it's right at Devil's Turn uh National Park gosh it was just is fantastic and I'm normally not one to go out and eat hot dogs I'm pretty uh, a health conscious gal but gosh it was it was so good. Uh, but definitely walk down those trails in front of where you can get the food for Devil's Turn. And please be aware of sneaker waves. Now, sneaker waves are those waves that sneak up on you and they can grab onto you and you can be lost forever in the ocean. So this is not the place to turn your back on the ocean for a selfie. So stay on the trail and keep your eyes on the ocean. If you go wandering down to the rocks, you have to be aware of the consequences. Selfies can truly be deadly here, so please be careful when on the Oregon coast. And I really hope you drive Highway 101 and experience the magic of Yahats. Thank you so much for listening to Experiences You Should Have podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe. And if your podcast app happens to have an area for reviews, 
please leave a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you have an experience that you would like to share that can be replicated, that you can give a how-to guide, please hit me up. Go to experiencesyoushouldhave.com, click on contact, shoot me a message. Also, if you're on Instagram, follow me as Experiences Podcast. I don't have many followers. I'm just saying I've, I'm not the most active person, but when there is a really cool experience to share, I share it there. So give me a like, give me a follow. And really the best thing that you can do is share this podcast with a friend. Tell a neighbor, tell a coworker, tell everyone. And if you would like an Experiences You Should Have podcast sticker, send me your mailing address and I will send you a sticker. So hope you enjoyed this episode and be on the lookout for another episode from Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. Thank you.